Hello, my darlings. Welcome to episode 30 of Ella Speaks. Lies Society Tell Women Growing up, we can't help the lies we've been brainwashed to believe by society. When young, we've been told how to think, how to speak, how to act, and how to be a good woman. We're not really in control. At least, not until we've gotten older and are more self-aware. It is time to expose some of the most common lies being told to us. So we begin with the first one, body image issues. I'm too fat, I'm too thin, I'm too this, I'm too that. Society will always have an opinion on what you should and should not be. We're often bombarded by images of women on movies, music videos, and on billboards. On what a perfect body should look like. You have to keep in mind that the fashion and media industry only have one look that it perceives as perfect. This is just an opinion, and this opinion is not the law. Look, this is the truth. You will not be everybody's type but you will be the right person's type. When you look at someone like Angelina Jolie or Beyonce, for example, and then you bring in 10 guys, they will tell you they either prefer Beyonce or Angelina, or they may say, I don't even like either one, they're not my type. Or one would say, Angelina's ugly or Beyonce's ugly, or both are beautiful. Like, there are different opinions. So, you may be too big for one person, but you may be just right for another. You can keep changing who you are or how you look just for one or two people. That hair you have, there are people creating wigs with that exact texture. Your curves, somebody is doing all they can to add more to their body. Your slimness, people are dieting obsessively to look like you. Your nose, someone is getting surgery just to have the same. You get my point. Appreciate the blessings you have. Find something you absolutely love about your body and praise that. Follow people on social media who look like you and learn from them how to be confident in your own skin. You can start as simple as giving gratitude to the fact that you are healthy, that your body is functioning right. Most of all, be around people who love you and support you and celebrate you for the way you are. Number two, I'm too old to be married now. So what is the right age to be married? Many people will give different answers, but the common answer would, would uh, probably say early to mid-twenties due to the concern of the biological clock if they were to be married after 30. There's no right or wrong age for marriage. You're never too young and you're never too old. You're ready for marriage when you feel you're ready. After you meet your partner who is a loving best friend to you and you make each other happy, that is the right time. Society loves to shame women for not being married and does not hesitate to remind them of their clock. This is, thing is, um, 
thing is, some women get married in their early 20s and they don't get children immediately, while others get married in their 40s and they start popping out kids. So what may work for you may not work for another woman and vice versa. We're not living someone's life. We're living our own. Don't let fear get in you because you'll end up settling with someone who will be a huge mistake. And what is too old anyway? Don't listen to people who say you're not desirable after this or that age. You may not be for that person, but you're surely for the next. You might be 40, but a man who is 55 finds you perfect for him. You're not running out of options, my darling. That is a lie society feeds you to put you in one place. Number three, I'm infertile. Now this point is not for the woman who is trying to conceive and has miscarried a few times. I encourage you to please keep trying and not give up. This point is mainly for the woman who has been diagnosed with infertility. I noticed some African cultures are especially cruel to women who are infertile. She is called some of the most harshest names and is viewed as defective or not woman enough. This could not be further than the truth. If the only way you see yourself as a valuable woman is through marriage and through having children, then society has done its part in brainwashing you. Telling yourself you are nothing in this world without bringing a child is giving up on who you really are. Being a woman is so much more. You bring strength, compassion, a nurturing nature, softness and femininity in a society that needs more of those traits now more than ever. Did you ever think that maybe, just maybe, you were meant to do other great things? This is the time you take to do the things you would otherwise not have time for. Maybe you're meant to work with children. Play your part in making them become great citizens. Perhaps you need to understand that being a mother does not necessarily mean you have to give birth. But perhaps consider adopting a child whose mother just wasn't ready or capable to be a mother. There are many beautiful children who are in need of a mother's love, a mother's warmth, safety, and comfort. That is something, as a woman, you're so capable of giving. And when it comes to dating or marriage, the weird notion that no man would want you knowing you're infertile is wrong. There are men who look at you and see beauty, grace, intelligence, strength. And that is what matters to them, not your womb. Some might not even care to have children or already have them from a previous marriage. Infertility does not stop a mature, loving man from appreciating you. You just need to remove the belief that they do not exist. I would suggest you to go on YouTube and check out this amazing woman called Frances Jones who talks about infertility and how to deal with the emotions. Number four. I am too dark-skinned. I'm not going to tell you the cliche line, black is beautiful. That is a line society has been saying to us since we were born. But it's also the same society that shows us that light is right. I guess it all depends on what you choose to believe. 
If you internalize the message that your dog skin gets in the way of getting the things you want, that is exactly how your life is going to be. Truth is, dark skin is so beautiful, so clear, blessed with melanin to protect you. If you don't see that greatness, you need to take off the blindfold. If you're getting criticisms from a black person that he'd not marry you because he doesn't want dark-skinned babies, leave his slave mentality ass alone. It isn't his fault that he grew up believing that, but it doesn't have to be your reality. And maybe <laughs> you were meant to be celebrated by another race. See, my darlings, have you ever noticed foreigners from other places are always into the most chocolate-like sister? Look around you, you'll see it. And it's not a fetish. You really see the smiles on their faces and the love that lights up when they're with their African queen. I'm not saying you must only date foreign men. I'm saying go where you're celebrated, the whole you, just as you are. Yes, queen! <laughs> Number five. I was raped. Nobody would ever want me. If you think this way, you still believe you are a victim. You are not a victim. You are a survivor. A survivor is a strong person who has overcome a traumatic experience. Don't you ever blame yourself for what happened. It is not your fault. Nobody has ever said they wanted such a thing to happen, regardless of what you were, where you went, or who it was. My darlings, if you've not been in therapy, maybe it is time to consider, especially if this mindset exists. Give yourself a chance to overcome what happened and bring out the strength you've always had because that's what therapy does. It helps you work through the pain and beliefs you've held for so long so you can realize who you truly are and your potential. And yes, it's true, being raped changes you. You don't feel you can trust anybody. You don't feel worthy of anything. But this couldn't be further from the truth. You feel broken, but you're not damaged. You're listening to me. Means you're living, you're breathing, you're here, and you're here for a reason. You are not what happened to you. You are still an amazing, beautiful, capable woman. When you are ready to date, remember that a compassionate man will never blame you for what happened. If he is mature and smart enough, he will understand you and his perception of you will not change. He will offer you support and ask how he can help you as you help yourself. You don't have to tell every man what happened. This is your story and you have the choice on who to tell it to. Should you choose to tell, I would advise you wait probably three months into the relationship when you can open up to him because by then you're absolutely sure of what kind of person he is and if it's safe to tell him or not. You deserve to have a partner that supports you and wants to do all they can to make you happy as you're healing through it. Nobody has the right to shame you. If anybody does, get rid of that person quickly. 
You want people who are kind and not be around people who bring you misery. So my darlings, I hope you will eliminate these ideas from your mind. Do not allow these limiting beliefs to ruin your life. Change them and watch your life transform for the better. It's about time you are happy. Well, my darlings, with this, I end season three. I will be back in a month's time and I cannot wait to share more exciting episodes with you. So until next time, love and light to you. Have an amazing day.